What's going on, everybody? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this is the Boost Show. I'm your host, Corey Smith. I'm in the Diamond Studio today with my two co-hosts, the CWROGs, from for the first show to this show, Michael Vergara. Wait, we're the OGs. Who do? What are like the new? Who's like the new? Noah blood? and uh, Gabriel and who? CC. Oh, okay. Yeah, Hello. those guys. You're Michael Vergara, though. Yeah, I, I am an OG. Uh, God, I'm trying to think of a wrestling reference that considers like I know New Blood, like New Blood Rising, like the WCW pay per view. Who's Gallus. the Billy Kidman of uh, WC? I mean, of Ooh. CWR. Noah. Okay. He's, uh, yeah. Who's Sick Boy? Uh, Gabriel. Okay. Yeah. And then we're done. Yeah. <laughs> and our, uh, our our the the third CWROG. Jose Zagata here. How's everybody doing? How are you guys doing today? I'm doing good. You know, another doing day, all right. Another day in paradise. You know, another day in freaking paradise. I'm getting a like I've been weird feeling in my heart lately. Mm. I think it's because I had like three whiskeys before last night. I think that probably does that yeah, for you. That'll, yeah, yeah, that'll slow it. you up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about AEW, NXT, and all the some stuff that happened today at the Super Showdown and uh, wherever they were. In yeah, Saudi let's Arabia. rebrand this to C-Show to see how much information we can cram in one episode. Gee, many Christmas. Uh, but don't forget to like, share, and subscribe at CWR415, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Same day with City Wrestling Radio and all of our wrestling news because uh, we do post a lot, uh, especially on Instagram. Maybe not so much this week, but you know, weeks past we definitely have. Yeah. So, guys, at CWR415. Uh, let's not waste any time, though. I want to get right into some news because uh, it's pretty much breaking news as of a couple hours ago. I mean, it was just it was an event like it's it's a, you know, stuff happened like normally like like we would kind of just brush these Saudi Arabia shows off the side. But now I kind of just feel like we have an obligation to at least tell to at least like let you let everybody know like what happened because just, there are stuff happened major just, major just like we uh, just like we uh, thought we were going to have Jinder Mahal versus Brock Lesnar years ago <laughs> at Survivor Series um, and just like we thought we'd have AJ Styles versus Brock two at Survivor Series uh, we don't we didn't get neither of those matches uh, and we're not going to get the Fiend versus Roman Reigns. Because Bill Goldberg just beat uh, the fiend Bray Wyatt for the Universal title at the main event of Super Showdown in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. He pinned Wyatt after giving him a jackhammer. Uh, I saw that jackhammer. Ooh, uh, it, was, yeah. it was a pretty rough one because, let's face it, you can't you can't lift the fiend because, you know. Hey, man. 300 big. plus. He's 300 plus. He's a thick and boy. Goldberg is how old? 50, old. 60. He's not 60. No, he's, he's in his 58. Uh, Dave Meltzer did report on Wrestling Observer Radio over last night that Goldberg versus Roman Reigns was in the plan for WrestleMania. So uh, it seems like they're just switching up stuff. I cannot wait for the t- when when that spear spot happens. When they're Ooh, both spear versus glide. spear. Uh, Looking like forward two to Rams it. crashing into each other. Hey, l- look, man, like the fiend dropping the title. I think this was more or less them just wiping the slate clean at this point because they. I mean, I was always of the belief that they never should have gave the title to the fiend in the first place. Correct. Right. Because to me, he's he's a he's above the title, and I just feel like you have this sort of you kind of just have this sort of expectation or perception of what a main what should be main event level. And what should just be like a show, and I consider the fiend a show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And while the like the title should just be like it's you know this is this is the real like this is the real deal, and I just don't see the I just never saw the fiend that way, even though he was an overact. Like yeah, make him a character, don't make him like the character. Right. Well, it, it took Undertaker quite a few years to win the title too. Right. 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 Yeah. 
Right. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, Bray Wyatt, he, um, in my opinion, he never was a great universal champion. Like, they, tell some that. might say he, he never should have gotten the title in the first place. You, you know what, Who would say that? You know what today was, though? It was universal title, Saudi clickbait. They wanted to trigger as much outrage as they possibly can. Outrage and views. And I'm not... Even if they're post-views. And I'm not even that outraged about Goldberg because, like, hey, listen, this dude's a needle mover. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, every t- every SmackDown he's in, the ratings were up. I it's, Still gets plenty of pop. Yeah. Right. Like, at Goldberg, as a concept in and of itself, I am not opposed to it. In fact, I you know, I'm a bit of a fan of Goldberg. It's just... It's just more of an indictment of WWE's inability to create stars. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, you... You dedicate. You have this fiend just squashing like your your biggest baby faces and Seth Rollins, who had to turn heel because it was so damaging to him, mm-hmm. and Daniel Bryan, who you know he did as best as he could, but at the end of the day, the fiend had to go over. Um, and now it's just them just changing the title in this sort of sort of fashion, and now you're having you know Roman Reigns and and uh, and Goldberg, Daddy Goldberg. I think I think that's. I think that that match would generate a lot more buzz than a than a uh, than a fiend and Roman I mean, match. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Let's not forget we still got an X amount of Raws left and an elimination chamber. Yeah, well for the WWE you'll, you'll title. Get, yeah, and you'll yeah. get you'll get SmackDown. And you'll get Roman Reigns from most likely winning that. All right. Yeah. And now oh, no, he won the Rumble. No, he didn't. He didn't win the Rumble. Won? No, he won the Rumble. Drew McIntyre. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so oh, let me. Yeah. I'm confusing yeah. my titles. No, it's it's understandable, but yeah. yeah. And then now, it's that same Observer Report radio thing, Dave said Cena and Wyatt? Yeah, I guess uh, the plan uh, The plan is for uh, John Cena and uh, Bray Wyatt. You're not doing... You're not... You're not uh, doing a Dave Meltzer impersonation impersonation justice because you're not coughing every two minutes. <laughs> patient number zero right there. Patient, patient number zero. Um, but no. yeah, no. So it, it it's interesting where it's going to go. And I guess Goldberg will be on TV from you know here on out for the ne- at least the next couple weeks, right? At least, at least a couple yeah. months until Mania. Since when did since when did they when since when did that ever stop anybody to just not appear regularly? And, and it's a bigger it's a bigger rub for um, Roman to beat Goldberg than it is to beat the Fiend. Uh, yeah, I mean, l- l- realistically, yeah. But then, like, you, just you think know, about, yeah. Go ahead. You know what's kind of odd is that Goldberg shows up on Raw. What? Does he? No, he Was, wasn't he on Raw this week? I don't. I don't think. Am I confusing the shows? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I'm uh, there, it like Sunday and Monday. There are also some other uh, title changes at uh, the Saudi show. John Morrison won his first title since returning returning to WWE at Super Showdown in Saudi Arabia today. The Miz and Morrison defeated the New Day. Uh, the team of Kofi Kingston and Big E to win the SmackDown Tag Team Titles. Ooh. Uh, after Morrison hit a, after hit Kingston with a steel chair from behind the ref's back, uh, the finish of the match was Miz pinning Kingston with a roll-up holding his tights. So some old Miz and Morrison tricks at play. It's the first time they've held the title since 2009. Uh, yeah, that's... Uh Again, that's my. I guess it's just a title change, just for the sake of a title change. I think Miz and Morrison, they're 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 dudes. I haven't been following SmackDown to a degree to really have an opinion on them. Yeah, but. I've just seen it as much as it's a feud and yeah. titles change hands because again, this is clickbait, so you guys can watch the Super Show, the Showdown, yeah, Showdown, the Super Showdown, showdown. The Supers. You know showdown. what I'm talking about. And uh, Ricochet, Ricochet. Yeah, Ricochet got beaten like a minute and a half or something like that. Damn, you know? again. Um, uh, Undertaker won the uh, the Kuwait Trophy. Is it called the Kuwait Trophy? No, the... the, the it the, starts with the T. Thwait. Thwait. 
Yeah. It, it looks like the aggro crag from uh, uh, Global Guts. Yeah. yeah. You remember that show? Global, Global Guts? Global, yeah. Global Guts, yeah. yeah. Uh, it looks like the aggro crag. Yeah, but uh, Undertaker. Monsoor got a win over somebody. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Monsoor Mania. Monsoor Mania, yeah. But uh, Undertaker. Did he team with Hogan or something? Huh? Did he team with Hogan? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. But uh, Undertaker appearing uh, out of thin air. It's a pretty AJ sweet job Monsoor has. He, he, like, he's, pretty, he's like undefeated. He. It's probably getting paid the Saudi money. Yeah, the Saudi in the shows. Yeah, I think yeah. that's like that's that's kind of the like his the only reason why he's employed. Honestly, yeah, no. that's the only time we see him. No. Yeah, um, but we have some more news. So let's let's not talk about WWE. AJ anymore. Styles knows. I mean, we're going to talk about it eventually. Oh yeah, what? AJ Styles knows knows how to dance. What do you mean? Oh God, no! He, he did he, like the Roger Rabbit or something, or the uh, Running Man. Yeah, it was it was it was the most dad. Dance, you can probably uh, <laughs> What happened with Undertaker winning the trophy is AJ Styles comes out. Um, I guess there, the next person coming out was supposed to be Rey Mysterio, and um, you know, Rey Mysterio cameras on the back, Rey Mysterio laid out. Uh, OC is standing there, like <laughs> Rey Mysterio, who was replacing Rusev, yeah, by the way. yeah, yeah, he went all the way so out. So, he oh, he's a replacement of a replacement, yeah, yeah. flew all the way out there. <laughs> Um, and it then, could be a pre-record, and then you see, like, for all we know, oh, I hope so, cuts yeah. to the ring and back, and all you see is like Undertaker's boots. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then a dong. You see the under, hear the Undertaker's You see dong. the Undertaker's dong. Wow. Yeah. This was a big deal then. Yeah. You know, Saudi Arabia. Only in Saudi Arabia. Only in what happens in Saudi Arabia stays in Saudi Arabia. It's kind of crazy. They let a Jewish man win the title in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They probably didn't say anything. They're probably like, oh, this is gold. Oh, yeah. Bill Gold. This gold man. <laughs> Bill Gold. Uh, I mean, Goldberg is a pretty Jewish name. It is. Hey, good on Goldberg, yeah. honestly. Yeah, yeah. Like, if he's able to, like, again, this wasn't, apparently this match wasn't a fucking This is his disaster. second universal title, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or is it his third? Second that I know of. Maybe third. Maybe I have one more spear left in me. Maybe I can do one more jackhammer. Sorry. Uh, that's fine. my Goldberg impersonation. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta try it. Sometime. He's cool. I Goldberg, like, He's a guy that they used to his maximum potential and, and then a little bit some and then maybe more than they could have possibly yeah, yeah. imagined. Yeah. yeah. Well, he retired Brock the first time around. And how did that work out for Brock? He came back and still... Think about it. WWE, your two main champions, Goldberg and Brock Lesnar. In 2000... What was that? 20. 10? No, when... No, Goldberg I'm talking about back. today. 2020. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Goldberg. But they're the same attractions that were there maybe 15 Again, years ago. Again, uh, an indictment of WWE's inability to yeah, create new yeah, stars. Like, yeah. think about it. Like, look, I always look back at Survivor Series and seeing, you know, the whole Keith Lee and Roman Reigns face-off and everybody just cheering for Keith Lee. But they just had to go like, no, we can't have Keith Lee win. We need to maintain the status quo. And we have to have Roman over. And so that's that's just, I think of that as yeah. like a secular way of this is how, this is why you're in this rut, WWE. This is why you can't just, because you are too stubborn for your own good in these certain certain situations. Yeah. You just yeah. can't read the room, which is not good. Yeah. yeah, that goes back. Oh, I saw a tweet today. I forgot who it is. Somebody I follow online. I, I forgot your name. I'm sorry. Hit us up in the comments. But he said something to the effect of AEW lets and encourages the fans to sing along with Chris Jericho's theme song. Yeah. But when Shinsuke Nakamura fans were singing along with the violin, they were like, nope, put an end to that. It's, it's Let's just, put a Japanese rap in there so people can stop. There's uh, always just a level of resentment that WWE kind of just has for their, towards their yeah. audience, yeah. you know, because they they always want to be, they want to control the narrative. Yeah, and when they're not, not that smart. Yeah, exactly. Because I, because, and like, you can't, they come from a place where, hey, listen, we made the decisions that led us to this point. We know what's best. 
Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so that's that's just the culture. Um, yeah, another piece of news, though. Uh, you got a new signee signing yeah. to AEW. New new blood. new uh, Again, more new blood. More Rising. new blood. It was announced on uh, Wednesday's Dynamite that Lance Archer will make his promotional debut on next week's show. Day. Uh, a day shy of his 43rd birthday, Archer has been with New Japan. 43. For, uh, he's been working with New Japan for three years in both singles and tag teams wrestling, recently holding the company's U.S. title before losing it to Moxley. On his first night of the January's Wrestle Kingdom. Good get. So, yeah, um, great get. They, Everybody dies. They, uh, I think in the show, I'm not, I have to go back and watch if they were saying that he's debuting next week or he's, that's just, or not. Oh, yeah, that's a good question. That's what it says. Uh, yeah, they did. They, that's what That's what they said. I yeah, just forgot. Make his pro- well, oh, he's, I'll make his promotional debut, so mm. he could just. He'd probably squash them, dude. QT Marshall. Or Vignetti. Gonna make him look good. Uh, Vignetti. The Yeti. Vignette. The Yeti. Oh. oh, yes. I mean, Tony Schiavone is there. He can make that call again. Uh, yeah, I. This Lance Archer was a guy who made a freaking. He talked about a guy who just knew what he had, knew what he had left in him. Yeah. And saying, listen, I'm in the G1. I'm going to make this. I'm going to make make sure this is the be- my best goddamn work yeah. to make me make myself look good when comes a time when I become a free agent and. Like he has signed a multi-year deal with AEW, I'm sure he was paid a handsome amount, and right. I think, and I think he knows. In the in the in the locker room, he would probably best serve in an AEW locker room. Even though he did, he was in WWE as Vance Archer. Yeah, he yeah. Pro- he probably would have made a pretty penny there. So, if anything, this cut goes to show how what he wants out of his career. You know, mm-hmm. does he want does he want the does he want the big free the big big contract to coast by, or does he want to? feel creatively fulfilled and that's well, kind of it doesn't the seem like he was money. getting the money from wwe does it well because when he was there he was just a dude yeah exactly yeah he was just a dude so he's getting more money uh, more creative freedom sort and of just the story of every AEW reason why anybody would actually go to AEW. Mm-hmm. yeah which yeah. makes the which makes the you know the story about matt hardy probably staying in the wwe all the more baffling oh, maybe staying in nxt yeah, yeah they uh, I mean, that's fine I I mean, I guess. What? What do you mean, you guess? Because, like, you know, Matt Hardy, like, that dude was very public about his grievances with WWE. Right. And you think, and now that, like, this, as according to Mike Johnson and PW Insider saying he's more or less leaning on WWE because of the whole NXT, like, they're they're promising him NXT, and I'm like, is that, is that enough? Yeah, I mean, do you I, think Matt Hardy NXT? He would. I feel like he would just flounder like a. I know Jeremy race. Borash is all up in those NXT guts, and like he can do, he can work very well with Jeremy Borash in NXT. Yeah, because that's 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 how the whole delete the 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 delete delete character. Yeah, you can you could do the whole delete conceived. universe right. down there too. Yeah, so. and they th- they probably threw piles of money in his face. To, to Splash, stay. You yeah. Did he resign? Technically, with WWE. We don't know yet. We don't know yet. March yeah. March first. Yeah. March second is March this the Sunday. Mm-hmm. This Sunday, Will Matt Hardy sign? No, so, Monday. Yeah, like honestly, like there there could be an argument for you know being an NXT because of the whole I think because of the whole Jeremy Borash deal. Yeah. Uh, so I mean that's that's all I got for news today, guys. Then we'll definitely find out by Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. Coronavirus, New Japan. They canceled a bunch of shows. Naito and uh, Hiromu Takahashi's canceled. Shingo Osprey canceled. Uh. Minoru Suzuki versus Yuji Nagata canceled. Oh, no. You know, like coronavirus is becoming a big goddamn deal in that country. Um, 
not to the extent that what like how you know the news over here perceives it as like it's a country on lockdown apparently according to Meltzer the people he knew he knows so people are going about their lives or everything in Japan yeah yeah but uh, it's we're in good hands here in America oh jeez great like hands yeah. great yeah. small hands <laughs> Uh, so uh, we're just gonna pray it away. Pray it, pray it away. Pray it away. So let's uh, let's probably pence this plan. Uh, you want to start with AEW, Mike? Yeah, AEW, yeah. Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, I never get these notes in time. Yeah, Kansas don't. City, Missouri. Thirty minute Iron Man match to start. Pack versus Kenneth Omega. Omega enters with the Young Bucks, who he faces at Revolution for the tag titles. Jared notes the absence of Hangman Page. Calling elbow tie up. Chain wrestling. Test of strength to start. Uh, Terminator Tope from Omega followed by a guitar crusher for a two count you can't escape from Omega but fails to follow up the moonsault dragon suplex from Omega he's doing it all with 24 minutes left Pack dodges a baseball slide to the outside exchanging strike to the on the ramp there's just so much here because of course it's a 30 minute Iron Man match and like these guys are just simply not stopping because like Mm -hmm. when I when I saw that 24 minutes left like I thought like how the hell are these guys going to do it there's infinity left yeah yeah, um, just gonna kind of pass. I'm just gonna not be a little bit too detailed here. Uh, missile drop kick from Pack for a two Don't count. Worry, I'm not detailed at all. Yeah, <laughs> springboard cutter from Pack. Another two count. Omega pa- Omega kicks Pack to the corner, which Pack sells like a friggin' shotgun. Twelve minutes pass by. Eighteen remain. Yay! Boost strikes between both men. Snapchat. Snap German from Pack. Knee from Omega twice. Tiger Driver ninety eight from Omega for a two count. And then Omega attempts uh, another one winged angel, but settles for a Kreutz Wrath for another two count, which is a move that you don't normally see in Omega. Hell, even since the New Japan days, like yeah. he would do this. And I remember him doing this on a on Kota Ibushi on like Peter Pan DDT pay per views, yeah. which is not the only reference to Kota Ibushi coming forward in this match, at least. B trigger on the turnbuckle and attempt uh and and attempt of a second rope one winged angel, but thankfully Pack counters with a sunset power bomb because my god, he would have died if that was completed. And that looked great too. Yeah. Uh and then Omega then does this he 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 kind of just spills Pack onto the corner. Like it's kind of it's the kind of spot that Naito d- did one time. Uh Again, looks dangerous. Snapdragon and knee all from Omega. Another two count. Pack hits Omega with a chair, and the disqualification fall goes to Kenny Omega. And a 30 second interval is underway as the Bucks take the chair away. What'd you think of this match so far? So far, I'm into it. Yeah. No fast forwards needed. I yeah. stuck around for the commercials and everything. What did you think of the. Because, like, they made it a point. This was the first ever recorded DQ in AEW history. Right. Which is a trivia right. answer to y'all. Like, did you. Do you guys think this was a, a smart, like, a very, really good way to establish DQ rules? Or Excellent just, psychology. I'm going to yeah. get DQ'd in order to wear this guy down and break him down and get two wins for the one. Yeah. 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 All right, so we get a 30-second interval, like I said before. Uh, Pack continues his offense, Black Arrow on Omega to even the count. So not long, again, to bring up your psychology thing. He does the Black Arrow just to even it and for more long-term. And it makes the DQ that much more important. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 11 and change left. They start fighting at the apron. Pack suplexes Omega onto the floor. TNT is censoring the holy shit chance. And they don't censor holy shit like every time it's said. They just straight up no sound for at least like... 10 seconds yeah. and I hate that <laughs> I really hate that yeah Jericho gets away with continue yeah yeah pack missile drop kicks Omega as he spills onto ref Paul Turner thus canceling the the the, the count out that he could have won uh, pack whips out a table puts Omega on it as Paul Turner is still dead shooting star press onto the table to Omega and pack just 
he took the brunt of this. It's like he his like his upper body like just springboarded on impact. Well, he didn't get it clean. 100%. Oh, he totally did it get chest. it clean. It was all chest. It was all chest. It was just that like man, like there was pay per view this Saturday. Both yeah, of you and guys. he caught an Omega boot to the face afterwards. Yeah. Uh, so Black Arrow, but the knees are up. Uh, running knee on pack, not once but twice. Yuranagi from Kenny, but a two count. V trigger, another one winged angel attempt. Uh, one winged angel attempt again, but pack counters with a poison rana, followed by swinging swinging DDT. Pac then sets up the brutalizer. This at this point, there's two minutes and change left. Kenny gets his feet on the ropes. Pack immediately tries the brutalizer again. Mega locks his fingers together, uh, but Pack eventually locks the brutalizer. Uh, Kenny tries the pinfall. Pack keeps the lock. Thirty seconds left. Ten seconds left. Three, two, one. Kenny beats the count with one one on the board. Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart. Yeah, yeah. Shades of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pack lays out Paul Turner in frustration. Justin Roberts announces the sudden death uh, stipulation. Like again. Brett right, Sean, right, right, right. Uh, as as the biggest fucking baby face in the night, uh, Aubrey Edwards enters the scene right. for a huge pop. Yeah, and then just straight up, like immediately, Omega sets up a fucking Kamagoye, uh, the the finishing move of one Kota Ibushi, his his ex boyfriend, <laughs> for a two count, and then immediately following that, a one winged angel, one two three, Kenny Omega wins. Ooh, I'm exhausted. This was an outstanding match. Like I thought this was easily the best bout between the two. I thought both guys pulled out all the stops. The the time being telegraphed, I thought brought a sense of urgency that you always want out right, of an right. Iron Man match. Uh, and I, you know, had a very sports like pre- presentation as advertised. Like, what do you guys think? You know what's crazy is that generally the matches are for a twenty minute time limit. They just yeah, yeah. tagged on ten minutes and made an yeah, Iron Man match. You know? Yeah, but I'm totally in. Yeah. Yeah. Number uh, uh, just be real quick before Corey goes. I want to say this is the s- tied for second on match of the year in the U.S. this year. Oh, and that tie is Finn and Gargano from Nice Takeover. Oh yeah, I would say like I want to say this was the best match since uh, Nick Jackson Phoenix. Hell, the be- le- best match since last week of the Lucha Bros and uh, Hangman Adam Page. Yeah, yeah seriously. Sick, yeah. What'd you think, Corey? I mean, it was a great match. They went back and forth, and uh, I really liked the what happened after the match. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, like, before we get there, like, I just wanted to just to say, like, this, to me, like, these past, like, two weeks, three weeks, I thought, like, all of this was a showing of what we all hoped to see out of Kenny Omega. You know, like this was like he like he has been just straight up just not fucking around lately. Like he is really just wanting to be the Kenny Omega that we all wanted. Like I think like he's he's clearly listening Mm -hmm. and he's clearly trying to get like a meaningful storyline out of, you know, what he's trying to get with. Like I know like, you know, there's a lot of detractors of that whole Moxley like, you know, uh, lights out match, which I mean, I thought it was I thought it was a good match. Not great. But then. Like this is just like now we're getting to it's like now where he's just getting his feet wet and I think that's that's all he really needed to. When is he, he fighting Phoenix for that AAA title? Uh, he's he's doing Laredo. He's fighting Laredo Kid. Oh, Laredo I thought Kid. it was Ray Phoenix. No, for yeah. some reason. No, so, Laredo Kid at the Ray de Reyes. Yeah. Yeah. When's that? March? I I don't know. Uh, Tony, uh, post-match, Tony interviews Pac, pretty much rubs the loss in his face like, "Uh, uh, Pac, after you were trying to destroy Kenny Omega's life by, you know, picking on his friends and all this other stuff, how does it feel to be a loser, you loser? Is it just me or is it Tony doing the the best job he's done in years? Oh, he's loving it. Yeah. He's straight up just... I'm back, baby. It is the... He is the... He is the living... 
He's the living embodiment of living his best life. Yeah. yeah. He, you can tell. You can see the love and adoration that like he displays on, in the screen. Uh, he asks what he's expecting. Like a pack asks what he's expecting out of this interview. Like yada yada yada. And then Orange Cassidy comes out to an enormous reaction. He's just straight up walking around, like just walking. And then pack he just straight up faces pack, and pack hits him with a forearm for to get pack to for pack to get his heat back as mm-hmm. we throw to commercial. What do you guys think of this? I mean, I like- no, this is ostensibly the announcement of pack versus Orange Cassidy. What do you guys think of that? Yeah, well, I hope he tries. And yeah. I th- and I think I think Chuck Taylor thinks so too. Mm. He probably will. He'll try. Um, <laughs> I think it's. Um, I think you know he'll get a bottle of orange juice. There he'll get go. some juice put back in him. Okay. He'll start juicing. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Some, that's that's what you need sometimes. Lexi Nair backstage interview. She knocks the door in, of the of the Painmaker Posse locker room, uh, and Jake Hager answers. And Lexi asks for a word with Jericho. He says nothing and leaves. Hmm. Uh, we'll see them later tonight. Inner Circle, represented by Santana Ortiz and Sammy Guevara versus the Jurassic Express, Marco Stunt, your favorite Marco Stunt, Jungle <laughs> Boy, and Luchasaurus. Jungle Boy kicks Sammy onto the corner. Stunt missile drop kicks. Uh, proud and powerful members. Tope Suicidas from Jungle Boy. Uh, Lucha tosses Marco onto Santana and Ortiz, but is catched. But but they catch him and throws uh, Stunt to Jungle Boy. They build heat on Stunt. Hot tag to Lucha. Does hot tag things. Kicks everyone. Chops everyone. Does a fossilizer on Santana. I forgot what that was. I just wrote fossilizer. Uh, Bruiser City chokeslam on Ortiz. They all work on Sammy, culminating on a three-way super kick to him on the corner. Jungle Boy does a fucking vertebraker, which is a move that I think is banned in the WWE. It's the one where it's... I can't even describe it. It's like a reverse pile driver. Yeah, it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. When your back when your backs are against each other. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's very dangerous. Yeah, it looked dangerous. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, and he just does it on Sammy Guevara like as a transitional move as Lucha pins him, but Santana stops it. Like uh, like at this point in the match, everyone's getting their shit in. Eventually, it's just Sammy and Jungle Boy. Another future main event in my opinion. Oh, this will be so great. Yeah, uh, Sammy gets the baseball sock ready, but Darby Allen appears, grabs it, and uh, Sammy Guevara is you know he's getting distracted. But uh, he Sammy Guevara gets pinned by Jungle Boy for the distraction finish. Like, it's a snap Hurricane Rana for the pin and win. I thought it was a fun, harmless match, especially considering they're following the Iron Man match. Yeah. Uh, they, I don't think they, I didn't think they buckle under the unenviable position of that. Like, it was quick and dirty. Got over the match with Sammy uh, and Darby heading into Saturday's paper. Yeah, and it was fun. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh, God. Ah, hi, hi. I dropped. It's a live show. Sweet. Uh, I dropped yeah. my phone and I dropped my phone. Darby Allen's cool. He's uh, slowly and surely winning me over every yeah. week more and more. Yeah, you weren't sold on him immediately? No, no. When I first saw him, you know, I, I remember him from the indie scene. He was at a... What was he at? Uh, Evolve? Oh, yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah. Um, and at first, I was like, I kind of turned off by that gimmick. You know, it was kind yeah. of, oh, man, you, you know, because if you guys know who, uh, not Darby Allen, Gigi Allen is. Yeah. You, know, you just, because the name. It was a little bit of a turn off. Yeah. You, you, like, oh, you think no. he was just going to like poop in his hand and throw it at everybody? <laughs> I was like, oh, please, no, don't take, the, don't take that gimmick all the way. Uh, yeah. But now he's growing on me every, every week. He's, Everyone loves him. He yeah. is like, he just has that appeal. And like, you know, like he is constantly getting compared to Jeff Hardy. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. I can see that. Some, I mean, some. I might even think he's a he's actually above Jeff Hardy at this point. Like in terms How old of is just, he? He's still in his early twenties, right? Mid twenties. He's like twenty two. Yeah, dude. Yeah, he has a still long, under his parents' insurance. Long way to go. So yeah, that's why he's wrestling like he's sky's the limit. Yeah. 
Uh, cue cards time as we cut to the commercial and picture I love picture. That gimmick. Yeah, uh, Darby Allen. It says in three days in Chicago at Revolution, and then this and the. And this Sammy is, did it better though. And then the, with the special card, it says the coffin will drop. And he rips up the he rips up the cue card and does the you know throat slashing thing. It was better right. when Sammy did it, and he he would like uh, he would make passes at at, at random Jennifer chicks. Lopez. Jennifer Lopez. Hit me uh, up. Uh, what's her name from Victoria Justice from Ariana Grande? Yeah. Okay. And her, oh, Victoria Justice's sister, not her. He was oh, it's your sister. Get at me. That is quite the deep cut. Like yeah. if you're asking for the sister, not Victoria Justice, but Victoria <laughs> Justice's sister. Yeah. That just goes That's to show good. how young he is. MJF video uh, video recapping his feud with Cody since Full Gear. This was actually really fucking cool, especially since like you're not going to have MJF and Cody on the show, which mm-hmm. I think was kind of a mistake. I think MJF really should have gotten like a go-home promo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but seriously, I thought this was... I thought this was an example of how this company earns the $50 to this audience. Mm-hmm. Like they... It's just like as I was watching this, like, man, I just... And we, I could probably get into this as we go into our revolution preview. It's just like they have been doing this for months. Yeah. They like every week kind of just mattered. Every story beat has been just kind of going on when you start realizing like last week was the cage match. Last week was the lashing. Like they really built, you know, yeah. did, did they, they built the broken, around selling they, this pay-per-view. Did they mention the sprained toe or the broken toe this week? Yeah. Okay. No, wait. No. What? Oh. No. We didn't mention it, but. No, did, did AEW mention oh, it? Oh, I don't think so. It would have been smart to mention that, right? But I mean, you know what? It could just be like a storyline thing. I didn't watch Countdown to Revolution, did you? I saw a little bit of it, Corey. They have everything no, on YouTube. No. I'm sure that was uh, Cody MJF filled. Yeah. You know, it could have been a one-hour promo just for that. Uh, next match, we got the Best Friends versus Butcher Blade with Bunny. On the B-Show. On the B-Show. Orange Cassidy gives us a thumbs up, signaling that he's fine after the pack attack. That's good to hear. Trent and Blade to start. Blade attacks the non-legal Chuck. Butcher attacks Trent via distraction. Both build heat on Trent. Butcher stomps, stomp walks around the ring, which I thought was kind of funny. At this point, I just realized Taz is on commentary and has been for quite some time. Like Since Shivani went on stage, yeah. Yeah, because I, like, okay, I guess. I, th- I thought Taz was actually pretty good. It was really good on commentary. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Trent does a running knee and tags to Chuck. Chuck Taylor looks like <laughs> I just wrote here on my on one bullet point. Chuck Taylor looks like Buster Posey. That's funny. <laughs> kind of. Kind of. You yeah. see that? Like he's a chubbier Buster Posey. Uh, tag to Trent does a swinging DDT. Blade catches a Pescado, uh, drives Trent to the barricade, but Trent counters with a spear. Bunny and OC, and, and then Bunny and Orange Cassidy stare down. Oh, uh, Orange Cassidy prepares his hands to his pockets thing that he does. Bunny stops him and steals his shades. Uh, Orange Cassidy retaliates by stealing her ears. Bunny was going to nutshot Orange Cassidy, but stops it. Oh, uh, and then he then dodges a blade's attack from behind and Tope's butcher to the outside. And then this, uh, what's the name of their finisher? I wrote strong style slam. It's something else. I don't know. Yeah, it's it was a roll up uh, to blade for pin for the pin and a win. I think best friends is a very underrated mid card unit in AEW. Mm-hmm. Like I, it's hard to call anybody in AEW underrated. I think they're just very well used because mm-hmm. I think Trent, like he's okay. No, I'll say Trent is a very underrated worker. I think Chuck has a very, very nice, he has a very cool wit to him, mm-hmm. and I think oh, like Orange Cassidy is just he kind of just completes the mold of that entire yeah thing. They are breakfast, yeah. Um, uh, BF, get it? Breakfast, best friends, okay. best friends breakfast, best friends breakfast, BFB. 
Post-match, Tony announces Pack and Orange Cassidy for Revolution to an enormous pop. Chuck Taylor touts best friends are back to their winning ways and says for Pac to and, and says for Pac to watch out for Orange Cassidy because, as we said it earlier, he's gonna try. Right. The crowd chants he's gonna try as well. Mm-hmm. And he probably will. Yeah, Orange yeah, Cassidy is no fucking slouch. Break out, out break out out of this uh uh, hey, you'll you'll see what's up. Like, you'll see you'll see, see what he does. Yeah, I think Pack is the best first opponent for Orange Cassidy. Got yeah, like. trained before Suzuki, before Suzuki. Yeah, at uh, Joey Janela's. Uh, yeah, uh, Yuka Sakazaki with no. the right music versus Big Swole versus Shanna versus Hikaru Shida. Fatal four way women's match. My girlfriend. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Shanna looks like Becky Lynch if you squint. Again, just one of these observations that I just write down. <laughs> Like just take it, like just rewatch that show, and then just they have a close up of Shannon. Like I was just, I don't know whether right. or not I just did not wear my glasses. But yeah, this is a fatal four way. Shit's hard to take notes on. It's also kind of a mess. Uh, Yuka Sakazaki stares in awe of everybody and does an adorable fight pose, but they all beat her down to booze. Yuka does the side, like goes to the side, like it's an in a tag match. But after a three way test of strength, Yuka beats down everyone to cheers. Shida sets the chair strike as we go to commercial. JR points out everybody's trying to isolate Yuka due to her size. Uh, Shida does a missile drop kick on Swole, sliding lariat from Lu- uh, Yuka. Everyone does ne- do, does near falls on everybody. Double corner stops to Shida and Yuka from Shannon. Dirty Dancing from Swole to Shanna. Sheeta then does a running knee to a sitting Swole for the pin and win. Yes. Like I said before, this was a mess, but a fun mess. I think Swole should have won this match, considering she was a part of that pull-apart between Nyla Rose and Chris Dantlander, but... I mean, I guess they just wanted to prop up a, a record for Hikaru Shida if they wanted to, you know, it make her be, yeah. continue continue her relevance. Well, she dropped down from number one contender to number three. Yeah. So this uh, maybe moved her up the ladder to two. Maybe she shouldn't have eat that pinfall. But then I think like you. But then you also got to reflect like Yuka Sakazaki. She's arguably the most over woman in that match. Do you want to kill the crowd and have her eat the pin, or do you want Shanna, who's actually been eating a lot of losses? But at the end of the day, like it's it's a fatal four way. They all lose according to the mm-hmm, records. Mm-hmm. Which, be, what do you think? Like, what do you think of the records so far? Like, do you think like it's they as hold, far they as hold no clout? I mean, like they're just there. Yeah, you it's, a, it's a cool concept. I like the rankings and stuff. Oh, you're the rankings for this week. It's a, you know, it's cool visual. Yeah, it's good to see under instead of saying they love cheeseburgers, the record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, they still overall, do that. They still like they still straight. No, up like on like, WWE, they do that thing where it's like, oh, oh yeah. they were one time, one half of this tag champion, whatever. Back in 1995, yep. they ate a hamburger with cheese on it. I remember there was this one for uh, Mandy Rose lives with Sonia Deville. Oh God! <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, Dark Order promo. They call Daniels, Kaz, and Scorpio Sky obsolete, and the Exalted One is coming. Obsolete. Obsolete. What Keywords. a tease! It's a more or less a red herring, honestly. They're just teasing us, yeah. Yeah. Uh, JR interview with uh, Bucks, Omega, and Page. The sit down interview between these four guys. Oh my God. JR asks if any of them imagined any of this happening. Page is drinking and using the title as a goddamn coaster, and I love him <laughs> so much for it. Yeah, JR still believes the Bucks are the best tag team in the world. Well, uh, no disrespect to Page and Omega, as Page looks despondently. Ma- Omega says this is a chance to be like the Young Bucks. Page says this was like a big accident. Page uh, JR then asks, oh, "Wait, did Page say though say that that it was a big accident? I don't know. 
I don't remember. Uh, yeah. but I, don't remember. It, I should I, remember. But it makes sense that he would say that. Yeah. Uh, JR asks Paige why he's uncomfortable. Matt brings up the drink. JR asks each team how they prepare for a match where they know so much about each other. Max says they're competitors and human beings, and on Saturday, they'll get the competitors. He says that Saturday, they're taking the titles, and that's bigger than the elite. Nick calls Paige... Calls Paige that he was just another jobber in a Ring of Honor. This is the when like the whole entire argument was just elevating at this point. Uh, Paige says they're trying to take away the one thing going for him. Says his drink is empty and walks out. As Omega is just staring in the distance, basking in the awkwardness. And then Jr. In my favorite part of this interview, like after dead silence from just a a friendship ending argument, you just get Jr. Saturday. AEW <laughs> Revolution, the tag titles, Young Books, Kenny Omega, and uh, Adam Page. I'm glad these guys aren't scared to mention past federations and group affiliations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they mentioned Bullet Club there. So we yeah. let you in the Bullet Club. What because it, I, well, first of all, I thought the segment was incredible. Like, I, it set up the dynamic between all four individuals mm-hmm. as guys who are coming to terms with the yeah. reality that this is a competition comes first, friendship comes second kind of thing. Like, you have Paige with a sympathetic edge to him as this guy who feels like he can't escape the stigma of being the weak link of the elite. Uh, the Ring of, Ring of Honor drop, name drop, I referring to Paige as a jobber, like, I thought put, like, a dose of reality to the program mm-hmm. that, like, it won't work for everything, but in this case, it did. Um, but, yeah, this was just a segment where you just, you feel the emotion out of ev- out of everyone involved. Like, each and every single individual has a motivation, has this sort of feeling going into this match. You feel Kenny getting pulled to two sides. I mean, that's what they literally did. Like, like in that, they were showing footage of that countdown show. Like, you saw, like, the Bucks and Paige, like, literally just having a tug of war with Omega. And, um, yeah. Also, I'm Team Paige in all of this. I think yeah, I, he is in the right, in my opinion. I'm Team this storyline. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I love this all just as a whole. Yeah. Where do you think this... I mean, we'll get into it in the. Well, the it's going to turn into the Rockers, Marty Jannetty, and Shawn well, it's Michaels. a bigger it's a bigger rub for the Bucks to beat these two than it is to beat uh, uh, SoCal Uncensored or mm-hmm. yeah. whatever you know. Uh, they run through the Revolution card and announce that Lance Archer is all elite and debuting next week. I guess he is. Guess everybody's dying. Uh, main event, the weigh-in. Uh, there are ring girls here. Uh, there was actually one thing I found on Twitter on the fight feed, as the ring girls were like going, uh, like from going from the ramp. You, you heard um, Jr. on commentary. He said, "Oh shit, what's that?" Because <laughs> you know, That's he's funny. Jr. Yeah. Uh, they bring out fucking Gary Michael Capetta. Huh? Uh, you know, he was uh, he was he was pretty much Bruce Buffer before Bruce Buffer in WCW pay per views. Yeah. Like, I remember when I first got the WCW Network. I mean, not the WCW Ooh, Network, the what, WWE how Network. How much that? 50 cents? Nah. Like, when WWE Network uh, first started, I immediately just went to, like, early 90s Surfer Sting WCW. Oh, my that's, God. That's From Venice Beach, California. Yeah. Um, and he would always prop, uh, be announcing. And I think he did a stint in ECW. I like him. I was, ne- I was never nostalgic for it, but I do, you know, I do uh, like feel... I do appreciate the... The nostalgia that he rings in. Uh, he sounds a little seasoned, but my God, he still sounds like Capetta. Uh, Jericho comes out with the inner circle. Everybody sings Judas. And then they do this. <laughs> they all form a line and they all hold each other's uh, hold each other's shoulders as they keep walking. It's <laughs> apparently it's a reference to the Gracie Jiu-Jitsu. It's called the Gracie train. Yeah. From the Gracie, you know, Jiu-Jitsu. Dude, I love that. It was um, great. Yeah. Like I thought it was like Ben Stiller dodgeball kind of vibes <laughs> yeah, going yeah. towards it. Um, 
Yeah, seriously. The presentation of all this makes it look like a big goddamn deal. You see Jericho calling Gary Michael Capetta a weird little man and that his announcing was why WCW went out of business yeah. and that the pain maker always goes last because uh, Capetta announces Jericho first. Uh, Moxley weighs in. He weighs 234 pounds. Did you guys buy that weight, by the way? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Sure. Okay. Let's see, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Jericho does the whole Naito stalling, taking clothes off very slowly. In fact, he doesn't take his clothes off at all. In fact, he goes to the... I, I think he goes. He even goes to the scale with shoes on, which you're not supposed to do. Shoes but, and pants. Yeah, but we got six minutes left. Like, this stalling was just not doing this segment any favors. Jericho goes to the st- scale, like I said, with shoes on for like a second, and then faces off with Moxley. Uh, Moxley headbutts Jericho, who legit cuts himself... Like hard, who bleeds hard way and has to have seven, who has seven stitches on him. Yeah, yeah. Um, right in the brow. Inner Circle immediately beats down Moxley. Dustin comes down to beat down Hager. Darby Allen comes down to beat up Sammy, but knees Allen. But no, Sammy knees Allen and hits him with a skateboard and breaks it in the process. And the Moxley and Jericho brawl, and as he sets up the paradigm shift, Santana low blows Moxley, and Jericho does the Judas effect and paradigm shift on Moxley on the scale as we end the show. And as we know how rest- reverse momentum works in wrestling. Oh, they're not going to do that. They're not doing that. This either. isn't WWE. This isn't WWE. They're gonna. They're trying to make you think. Moxley's winning the title. They think. Uh, they, no, he's not. Oh yeah, not yet. I thought this was a, a another fantastic dynamite. Um, just you know, then these guys have been on such a fucking run lately yeah. since January, since the last show of last year when there was an air of negativity. You could tell these guys did their homework. Yeah, yeah. there was that one week everybody was like, oh, "This is kind of lame." Yeah. So this build to revolution, I think it's just. Oh, it's textbook. Honestly, it's textbook. Just ironically enough, that show was right after the the other Saudi show, where everybody got stuck at the airport, uh-huh. and NXT was forced to do. We'll see if they get stuck at the airport again. Jeez. Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. I mean, they they have to be like on their way out at this point, right? <laughs> we haven't heard anything yeah. since. Yeah, Lance Storm did post something that his. Uh, his flight was delayed two hours, but I don't think he made the trip out to Saudi. Yeah, I think that's just. I think there are other reasons why everything's delayed. Yeah, yeah totally. But yeah, this was a, a a very very good dynamite show, and just I just thought like upon reflection of the entire build up to AEW Revolution, like I don't want to sound like an advertisement or anything, but I'm pretty much am. Like this is the easiest fifty dollars I've ever spent, honestly, on a wrestling pay per view, and that's. That's yeah. not a that's yeah. not a easy pill to swallow, honestly. Well, especially when you're paying seventy for boxing the week before. That's true. That's true. I mean, I didn't pay for that, but uh, yeah, me neither. I mean, my dad did. There you go. Yeah, so. my brother-in-law did. But um, you, like, I feel like this weigh-in was kind of a response to Wilder and Fury because I remember that being kind of a big deal. Yeah, because there was a pull apart on that one, and which got a lot of publicity. Aren't weigh-ins just more visually pleasing than? Contract signings. Oh, I think yeah. that's why they did it too. Like they, there's no weight division in yeah. AEW, which which yeah, would make so. it which which would make it even all the more like ludicrous if they ever do a weigh in. If like if Darby Allen was for the champion, like he uh, weighs uh, 102 what? pounds <laughs> yeah. versus. All right, well let's uh, let's talk about AEW Revolution happening uh, this weekend. We got uh, eight matches announced so far. Sweet. So pre-show match starting with SoCal Uncensored versus the the Dark Order. Uh, the team of Evil Uno and Stu Grayson with Alex Reynolds and John Silver at ringside. You know, I will say this: if uh, it is a it is a pre-show man, it's happening before the first or the second, so it definitely can't be Matt Hardy. Yeah, no, it's if, a, he shows, if the exalted one shows up, then SCU wins. But there's going to be like a sh- dark shadow somewhere. Oh, no. probably isn't going to be. There's going to be a super tease. There's going to be somebody in the cut 
like being upset or something and then moving away. What if it actually ends up really being Christopher Daniels? That would be an actual disappointment. Yeah. I would, I it would, would make sense. It wouldn't let me down. But I think, but I think AEW of all companies has to at least be self-aware of what people are expecting out of this Exalted One. Yeah. Like they know everything's a red herring. They like they've been listening to the podcasts, like you know, critiquing this very thing. About did you, you just, guys, did you guys hear? It might be uh, one theory on Reddit is that it's DDP. You know, it would actually make kind of that would actually be kind of an inspired choice, considering the whole Dark Order being like this motivational. Sort of get yourself out of a rut, sort yeah, of deal. Yeah, yeah. And I you know they're like a cult, and they're saying that the way he he does things with wrestlers is semi cultish. Like he takes them to his compound to get sober. The what is it called? The yoga. what is the fuck? Now I know it's DDP yoga, but oh shit, never mind. Anyways. The Kimberly compound. Um, so he bring um, he like kidnaps them and keeps them there and changes their lives. I mean, so hey, listen, cultish. it works. He yeah, saved works, Jake the Snake. Yeah. He saved sure. Scott Hall for a very black, true, very true. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, there's the results. I mean, I, I I think SU has to take this considering they were tag champions and like yeah. a loss from mm-hmm. them from this would back to back. Well, Dark Order kind of needs to win though, and there's four people instead of. Three. I don't think they need the win. Uh, they can just their continue to, is to win. Like they're they're, they're fodder. Story. Like I said, like I think you were here when I said this. Like they're the Chitari of. AEW. That's what I kind of hoped that like this whole elite thing being laid out by a new, a new Dark Order would actually entail. Just the mm-hmm. elite just running through these guys, but you know they they definitely pivoted. Mm-hmm. They are what they are now, and with Dark Order, I just see this being just a mid card storyline, and it kind of has been lately. Unless the Exalted One turns out to be somebody big, I just like Kenny Omega. Uh oh, kidding. That uh, is no. That is kind of a, like that is also one theory going around too. Uh, let's get into our next match. Uh, Pac versus Orange Cassidy. I mean, I, I'm going Orange Cassidy on this one. I think this is an immediate, just a re- rehab uh, rehab win for Pac. Yeah. Uh, I think, but then just, I think this is just like a match. This is the type of match that you would th- match that you would throw on for curiosity buys. Yeah. Like yeah. you would want just like, oh shit, they're, they're running this match. This is Orange Cassidy's singles debut. They've been... Excuse me. They've been building up this guy's like arrival for at this moment, and for this to build up to this, like, yeah, this makes all the sense in the world. So and, I, and I think it's going to be a great match, and I, but I do think Pack is going to win this. Yeah, I'm going Pack, okay. but it's going to be a, a super pop fest for uh, Orange Cassidy, and it's going to be one of those things where like it's Orange Cassidy is definitely going to just going to surprise a lot of people. It's going to surprise Pack, and then he eventually just gets the. You know, it'd be nice if he starts with the you know the the lazy orange beginning that's kind of what he's always doing that's what he does there's something sparks yeah the orange you know. juice yeah he drinks, he drinks orange juice because he's freshly squeezed yeah yeah so he needs to replenish himself but they haven't done that in AEW yet, looking right? forward to it yeah. do you think this starts i mean no I know. oh yeah 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 oh yeah i might i think so actually yeah okay. uh nyla rose versus chris, versus chris statlander i'm saying chris statlander takes title uh i that would be too early for the nyla rose uh, win, for nyla rose taking the title i mean getting uh losing the title Does i she think have one defense Maybe no, she won. Like she has no defense. Yeah, oh, she's, yeah, yeah. Um, I think this is. I, I'm not a fan of Chris Stantlander being in this in the title like in the title match this early because I think she shouldn't. I don't think she should eat the loss at this point. Um, but you have Hikaru Shida in the helm as well, and and I guess that's who they're going with, and they're just gonna have Chris Stantlander yeah, yeah. for this moment in time. I just don't. Yeah, yeah I I don't see Chris Stantlander winning. Okay. I just see Nyla Rose keeping this title, and she probably keep this title for a while too. Jose, 
Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you, but I do know I, I'm not for a fact, but it feels like there's been promises made to Sheeta. Yeah, that's why she keeps getting you know slight pushes here and there. But I also feel like so there's we'll been, see what happens down the line. But I feel like there's been promises made to Nyla Rose as well. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, uh, yeah. Like this, you could sort of feel because everybody expected her to win the first episode. Oh yeah, about, yeah, 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 definitely. But then, so that's damn shame. But, but then ultimately, I thought the re- getting putting the title on Riho was actually kind of a. Well, all right decision considering how over she ha- she has been uh-huh. and the fact that she's been kind of a ratings draw also which yeah. is also the most interesting part yeah uh, you yeah. know yeah. we'll see uh darby allen versus sammy guevara darby allen darby allen darby allen's winning oh, this i think sammy guevara can <laughs> sammy guevara is going to be an, an, an enormous star but i and, but i do think this is darby allen's match to win jake hagar versus dustin rhodes I'm going uh, Jake Hagar. I'm gonna. Yeah, I think it has to be Jake Hagar because they've been building him up for quite some time. I just, I think all the, and I guess, and as we've been kind of going through this card, like we're going pretty heel heavy. But then you're also considering what goes on after, what goes on later with the show. I'm just considering. Like I think, I think Jake Hagar is gonna win that match. Okay. Yeah, me too. And Dustin puts over young talent nowadays. Not necessarily. I think it's it's going to be a tall order for <laughs> uh, for Dustin to get a good match out of Jake Hagar because Jake Hagar, he's you know, he is Jake Hagar, and then yeah. he has he has a certain style to him that is very WWE favored. Yeah, yeah well, he it's it's Dustin Rhodes. So, I but mean, yeah, yeah, he's uh, the natural. Yeah, and um, Hagar is is uh, OVW trained, right? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let's move on to uh, Omega Page versus the Bucks. Um, I'm going to say the, the night, dude. Bucks take be... the Buck takes the title. You think the Bucks take the title? Yeah, titles. Uh, yeah, that's. I you don't want the Bucks to win. I legitimately don't know what's happening. Like, that's what's that's kind of the most exciting part, honestly. Like this could, who knows? This could honestly have like a fucked finish as well. You could have you could have Page cheating to win, and an Omega not like wanting not to do that, it, yeah. not agreeing with it. Mm-hmm. Like they're that's what kind of just makes this kind of intriguing to me. Like they could do so many things with it. We'll see where they no, go. I think I think Paige is gonna cheat to win, and then Omega's gonna be like, "Yo, what are you doing, man?" And that's exactly like, what I said. Oh, okay, sorry. I thought yeah. you said the Bucks. And but then it's you also do you turn Paige like at this point? Because I, I necessarily don't think they have enough. They don't have enough of an edge for Paige to turn properly. Because I think like he's over. Mm-hmm. He's very over, yeah. and I think the reason why he's over is because he's not perfect. People want to people gravitate towards him in a very human way that you normally don't see with wrestlers that very very much often, and that's why everybody like kind of connects with Adam Page. And I think turning him th- at this point on would be a little bit of a misstep. But then, do you want the Bucks to lose a, another big match? And is that another is that the story you want to continue? I don't know. I really don't have. I really don't know, and that's what kind of makes it all the more exciting. And I definitely think this is going to be match of the night. Yeah, we definitely. Um, they're well, gonna fucking. They're gonna fucking pull out all the stops. This is Golden Lovers versus Bucks, 30. but in AEW. Yeah. Hmm. Well, they're gonna have to yeah. compete with uh, the next match, MJF versus Cody. Well, what do you guys think? Oh, uh, like I said, I think uh, Bucks take it. Jose, uh, Omega Page. Okay. Because I want this drag drag on a little bit longer until all in. Nice. Then, yeah, do you want to? This seems like a perfect culmination, dude. MJF versus Cody. Let's move to the next match. A little short on time here today, guys. Mm, you know Cody's going to win this. Yeah, Cody. 
Cody. Cody. And great. The, it's going to be great. And the great uh, main event, uh, Jericho versus Moxley. Because Cody won, that means Jericho. Uh, El champion. Le champion. Le champion retains. Uh, Moxley. I think Moxley. El campeon. I think Moxley. I think this is the t- this is the time for Moxley to strike. I don't think so. I don't, I don't this, think this so. This is when they strike. Because I think... Because this summer, Jericho is going on tour oh, with okay. Fozzie. Mm-hmm. He's and like I can see him, but then you don't want to lose Jericho on Dynamite. But then you do want to shuffle the deck a little bit at this point. You maybe want to because I because they because Jericho has been like he was great uh, last night, mm-hmm. but then like you could tell these past weeks he has been a little bit more reserved, and they're, they're letting up the other people, you know, shine. crop up and mm-hmm. shine in Dynamite. Like mm-hmm. he was just there to you know light the like be the spark. Mm-hmm. Like and they they like right now we're seeing the fire. But AEW Revolution, man, I, I I honestly do think there's going to be a title change. Nice. Reverse momentum, guys. Moxley was laid out. Come on. It, it, it's not <laughs> how they're going to do it. Um, all right. Well, that's AEW Revolution. Uh, we look forward to seeing it. Maybe we'll review it next week. Maybe. Who knows? No promises. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's move on to NXT, shall we? Yeah. Uh, starts with uh, Charlotte Flair arriving to the arena. William Regal opening door for her. He opens the door and then like Charlotte Flair just straight up directs she, she Regal like, get to my get my bags. bags. And then like Regal then is like, oh, I'm not getting the bags now. These guys are getting the bags. They're getting the bags. Uh, then we have a match. Uh, Dijak versus Cameron Grimes. Um, I mean, this match is pretty damn good. These two men go back and forth. Uh, You're telling me a Cameron Grimes match is good? <laughs> RPK to Grimes. Uh, towards the end of the match, though, Dijak hits a giant moonsault to the outside. Uh, to Grimes, landing on his knee. Uh, then Damian Priest comes out and hits him with like a crowbar or something in the leg, uh, makes him fall back outside, but he gets in by the 10 count. It's Nancy it Kerrigan. There's a baton. Yeah, okay. Uh, but then um, Grimes gets the double stomp on Dijak, the pin and the win. I thought this made Grimes look great, and it seems like they're, they got some... If they actually had him pin Dijak, even though it was a dusty, um, a dusty finish, you know? I think this was a reaction to everybody not wanting another Lee... Dijakovic match because that that uh that was so definitive on that takeover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, them running it back this early, just people were just not having it, and so this is a very good stopgap for hell. I mean, Grimes is probably the next person for Lee. Arg. Or I like Cameron. I mean, no, not Grimes. Um, Damien Priest. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, well, it seems I'm, like I'm they're gonna, they're going to have the three way. I think. At- I just don't think that's. I don't think that's okay. I don't think that's ideal. I'll say that. Okay. I think it's a one-on-one Lee and Damian Priest. Just I'm to down for that. Up. I'm not a big Grimes fan. I love Cameron. No, Grimes. I, no, I'm not saying Cameron. Grimes. I'm saying oh. Priest, uh, Lee, and Dijak oh, at, at, Lee at, at Tampa Bay. That dude is that. Oh, if you're gonna do it, that's when you do it. Yeah. Cameron Grimes is very good. Yeah, he is. He's. <laughs> uh, then Finn Balor comes out to the ring. He says, uh, he says oh, I'm not a moves guy. I'm not an internet guy. I'm not a sneaky suit for the office guy. This is really spirited. But uh, he says, I'm, I said, when the bell rings, I'm the guy. Uh, yes, and I clapped along. Uh, Finn lists off all his accomplishments. He says, who's next? Who wants the Finn rub? He said he's at his peak for 20 years. Like, that kind of ages him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's How old is he great. really? He's, he's near 40. He's 38. Okay, so he started when he was 18. Not bad. Imperium's music hits. early. <laughs> Imperium's music hits. Uh, out comes Eichner and Bartel because Walter's not coming to America for this. Uh, they, Can he? I, uh, I don't know. They say there's one uh, one person you haven't beaten. That's the Ring General. Uh, Balor attacks Eichner and Bartel, but they take him out on the outside, throwing him into the into the steps uh, with the running knee by Eichner to Balor. So they laid him out. And yeah. 
So it's looking like a takeover match. It looks like it's going to be, I think, Balor versus uh, Volter Volter. Mm -hmm. for the UK title. And I think Balor's going to go to UK. He's getting married soon, right? Yeah, I I think Balor is married. Well, he's been just dating that. that No, he's married. Volter. Volter. Um, Balor's been married. Uh, You want a honeymoon? Go back to Europe. Uh, Then we have Zia Lee versus Mia Yim. It was a match. Uh, Eat defeat to beat the eat Eat defeat to beat Lee. Uh, out comes Kai. Says, "Remember when you stole my spot in War Games, Mia Yim?" Mia's like, "I didn't steal your spot." What are you talking about? Raquel Gonzalez goes down and beats up, beats up everybody. Isn't she very uh, Sonya Deville similar? She looks like Sonya Deville. Yeah. I I think, I've, like a, I've heard that comparison before. A taller, stronger uh, Sonya Deville. I'm sure she's kind of pissed right now. What, um, what is this? Um, the Dream uh, has a the Velveteen Dream has a video promo. He says, "Cheer up, Roddy. Life isn't so bad." Next week, Mr. Regal. Uh, wants uh, wants strong to experience the dream. Zero mention in the cage. Zero mention of, of the family the, of the of the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The absolute. So again, this is NXT being a little bit more reactive to the backwards ass booking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, then we have Tommaso Ciampa versus Austin Theory. It was a match. He was uh, Theory was looking way better than last week. Draping DDT to Theory. So that's like a the- pattern here. Uh, what? It was a match. It was a match, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, fail t- fairy tale ending to theory. Ciampa gets the pin and the win. After the match, Gargano beats down on Ciampa from behind. Gargano giving him two super kicks, laying him out. I mean, and yeah. then he does the uh, the patting on the back on the, sitting on the apron, clapping. Yeah, he he did Ciampa that a couple. Does. Yeah, remember he did that. Um, World's Clyde. Then we have United or not United Undisputed Era in the production truck. Um, they said, yeah. Roger Strong. Yeah. I will do it. I will go on the cage. O'Reilly and Fish focus on Riddle and Dunn. They promise the prophecy will continue eventually. No Riddle and Dunn on the show? No, no, no. No. Uh, You're kind of show, uh, Jose. Yeah. Uh, Bronson Reed versus (laughs) Killian Dane. Uh, Big boys. Big, Big, thick boys. Big, big, thick boys. Slapping meat against each other. That's the way we like it Uh, over here in the Bay. Yeah. Uh, Two running sentons to Reed followed by a Vader bomb. Dane gets the pin and the win. I think I think Bronson Reed's the guy to push, not Killian Dane. I think Bronson Reed. You think has so? Him. I think he has something in him. He's young. He's a young guy. There's a lot of stuff in him. Yeah. Killian's had his chances. Grizzly Young Vets versus the Forgotten Sons because you know to Nikki Cross. This was he has built up. Chances. Uh, Cutler got a haircut, so he's his head shaved now. At least we Brandon tell him apart. Cutler haircut. Uh, Blake uh, makes a sloppy comeback in this match. I mean, this was just a sloppy match all around. I don't know. Also, it was slow. It was like. Seriously, like you've been building these guys up as baby feet. Like they should have, they should have like straight up built this a little bit more, you know. But then, what are they gonna do now? Now that it's over, it's just now that's it's 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 a thing that just happened. It's show filler. Yeah. Um. So Grizzled Young Vets hit the ticket to Mayhem to Blake the pin and the win to, um, for yeah Grizzled Young Vets are over Forgotten Sons. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I don't know. Uh, where they're going to push? Go with I mean, Grizzly. they're pushing the Grizzly Young Vets to be the tag champions of NXT. Uh, that's not because they they said no. They're they're, they're being. Okay, the I can see them being. One. I think they're being built up as con- as contenders, not necessarily champions. Because I don't think they're champion material. Yeah. Um. And then we have the main event: Charlotte versus Bianca Belair. Oh, I breezed through this uh, this review today. I feel like because you needed to. I need. I did need to. Uh, Charlotte versus Bianca Belair. I mean, this. Uh, this. Uh, yeah. It was. It was uh, a match. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was a match where you were. You had to. You were, had to have this before. And like, I think everyone just wanted to see Charlotte. There wasn't a lot of buzz to it. Like this whole thing. Like the, because again, because Charlotte Flair already returned once. Mm-hmm. She doesn't feel that special anymore. Um, everybody knows the finish of this match. 
you know, Charlotte Flair is not going to lose to Bianca Belair. Right, and, right. and so, like, as this match went on, like, just, okay, well, end of the match. What happened? Uh, well, Bianca gives her a spear, uh, Charlotte a spear, and then Charlotte gives Bianca a spear, and then she pins Bianca. Yeah. And so, when this happens, like, I'll, I'll take it from here, Corey, because I'm, this is so fucking backwards. <laughs> as, as Charlotte Flair, it, like, is just straight up, he wants, she wants to send a message. She wants to keep on beating on Bianca Belair. Like, fucking... Ray Ripley's music comes out, like Ray Ripley's music plays, and as Charlotte Fl- and it, it, you would think that Ray Ripley's Ripley's there to rescue Bianca Belair, but no, she fucking does her pose, the thing, the stomping on the ground, and the, <laughs> does the yell as Charlotte Flair is stomping on poor Bianca Belair's ankle with the chair, a la Kane Shawn Michaels That's style, yeah, yeah. and it was just, it was so just weird. Like no, the no NXT is weird right now. You don't want to call it, and I don't want to call it bad either. Because you can go worse in WWE, but then it's just definitely not what, like, you... It's definitely just going through something right now. A bit of an identity crisis. Well, this is where they go where kids work out the kinks, man. You know, it's still... And it's not anymore. That's not that place. But it is. It is, but it isn't. It's still filmed in a warehouse. Yeah. And it's going to be filmed at a performance center in about two weeks. Um, And it's just... Oh, is it? In the performance center? Yeah, because the full sale... Yeah, yeah, it was booked. And it's, I don't know, it's just like, this is, I want to say this week and then last week, this has just been a weird, weird show, you know, because they, I mean, this week the ratings were out, I mean, this week's ratings were out uh, for the first time, AEW won all the demos. Yep. I don't know what that means, uh, but apparently that's a big deal. And, but I also see AEW. old people, boomers are starting to watch AEW. Either that or less of them are or less watching, of, yeah, yeah, watching yeah. NXT, yeah. Um, less are watching NXT, yeah, uh, that would be... Uh, and we'll just we'll NXT is kind of just treading water at this point. Yeah. yeah. In my opinion. And just because they don't have, they don't, they just came off a of pay-per-view two weeks, two weeks before. Mm-hmm. They don't seem to have a very, very clear direction I because they got to take over by WrestleMania weekend. And so far, there's just not a lot of buzz generating with NXT. Like every every time we talk about Dynamite, oh, did you see this? Did you see that? Did you see this? NXT, it is a match. Yeah, it's yeah, a match. Yeah. It is a match. It yeah. is a match. And they did something real dumb. Uh, Velveteen Dream talking about the fucking his family or Bianca Belair getting her fucking ankle just crushed as Ray yeah, Ripley. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. But that that's NXT. That is this NXT. Week. Uh, guys, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe at CWR415 Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And uh, we'll see you next week. That sounded yeah. like an edit. <laughs> like yeah. We chopped off 20, 20 minutes of the show yeah. and went straight into Corey. That's we, not We didn't true edit that. We didn't edit that. All. That's real right. life. Real time. Guys, thank, thank you again. Have a great weekend. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. We'll see you.